Welcome. I'm Chris the DM, and before we get started with this episode, I have a quick spoiler warning. Now, for our Patreon episodes, normally what we have are completely different characters. Sometimes I don't even DM. But we recently had a Roll Gay Roleplay Olympic Games. This was three episodes and almost four hours of uh, events that Eve, Benny, Tara, and Jet took place in. One character did end up winning a gold medal at the end, and with that gold medal came a single charge of the Wish spell. Now, as a DM, I made a very uh, simple error by not requiring attunement on a homebrew item. Since that didn't happen, that meant I have no control over when this wish actually came to fruition. So, uh, we're about to hear a wish be made in this episode, and if you don't want to know who won that gold medal, please pause and go listen to the RGRP Olympic Games first. It will not spoil anything if you do. The Olympics are hysterical regardless, so don't worry if you're not a patron or if you haven't heard that yet. You still can listen to this episode, but wanted to put that spoiler warning in there. So, yeah, now here's that beautiful theme music. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I have a spider living in my recording booth now, and I've named him Pierre. I have French name. He talks like Sebastian from Little Mermaid. Plus the tiny beret is a dead giveaway. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Tisha? Tisha paper? <laughs> Hi, I'm Tisha, and I was bullied as a child for my name, so thank you for bringing that up. Your name on Discord is literally tissue paper. You're bullying yourself. Um, You're bullying. Hello. You know what? Flip the Always script. The Flip the script, ladies. Flip it. <laughs> bully yourself before anyone can bully you. <laughs> My name is Brandon, and I play Tara Deck. And I recently learned that the way you get more views on TikTok is just take your shirt off. Just take. Just come on. Just take your shirt off. It's fine. Did you show your nipples? I'm not here for judgment. No, I was just, I'm just curious because I'm going to go look at it now if you showed your nipples, but if you didn't, maybe I'll look at it later. Why do you want to see my nipples so bad, Tisha? I don't know. I just like nipples. I mean, go for it. There's definitely nipples on there. Are they like pepperoni nipples or are they like other nipples? I like all nipples. Uh, have you ever had a deep dish? Oh my God. <laughs> Chicago style. So here for the imagery. This conversation is going to summon Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Hi, my name's Katie, and I play Jet, and uh, I'm trying to cultivate a symbiotic relationship with the spiders in my apartment. <laughs> so weird. I feel like we can coexist. I'm totally for it. Pierre and I are good. He stays over right? there, I stay over here. We have a fruit fly problem. That can be taken care of with spiders. Right. I'm going to have no flies in my recording area. Like, this booth is going to have no flies. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Eve. And I have nothing clever to say because literally everything I thought was foul. So I'm just going to skip it. We're going to skip it all. Yeah, we don't do explicit here. Never. Mary Chrysler. It's too foul. Hey, it will be close to Xmas by the time this comes out. Oh, it's coming. Gross. I'm celebrating Bunica this year. 
What what is Funica? Funica? No, Bunica. It's just it's just Hanukkah that I give my bunnies presents instead of buying myself presents. Oh, Bunica. I'm upset. Bunica's adorable. Funica would be cool. Funica, I was down for. Funica sounds offensive. But think of my bunnies and the menorah. I can put a little yarmulke on my bunny. Oh my god. Every time Katie says bunny, we're taking a drink, okay? That's the goal. (laughs) All right. I need a beer then. Hang on. (laughs) We are going to have to re record this episode at a later date. (laughs) See you guys then. Still have a question to do. And our question has to do with costume parties. If there was no budget, if money was no issue whatsoever, and there was a costume party, what are you going as? What is your costume that's going to wow everybody? Or your favorite, I guess. You don't have to do it to impress people. Your costume is for you. Do it for you. Who's the guy that plays Passion of the Christ? What's his name? Uh, uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen? No, stop. Um, no, stop. No, I don't fucking um, That's Woody Allen. Woody, uh, is it Woody? Okay, well, the guy that plays Jesus in the Passion of the Christ. I would play him with a cross on his back. And not only would I, like, wear the full, um, or I guess lack of, full Jesus garb and the thorn, crown of thorns with with the cross on my back and I'm carrying it um, I wear that and like I would have like the whole scene just like going out and I'd have paid actors um, to just you know further bring to life my costume so that's what to I like mean. hit you with yeah. whips and shit yeah I, I you know chains and whips excite mm-hmm. me so. okay so my answer is going to be one of the workers in Jonathan's costume will <laughs> be uh, uh, chaining him to a cross and whipping him at the same time. And I'll be like, oh no, this hurts so much. No, but my real answer, and I've already dressed up as either of these, uh, my real answer is uh, someone you can count on where I literally just take felt numbers and stick them to just an all black outfit. <laughs> Someone you can count on because there's numbers on me and you can count numbers. Oh my god, these damn dad jokes! I can't deal. And uh, I also dressed up as a nightstand. Um, I was a one nightstand. Very nice, classic. Yeah. My uh, my ideal costume would be the cross that Jonathan carries. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> I'll just hold my arms out. Uh, really, my answer would be a Navi from Avatar. Horny. I do not have the energy to do all that fucking blue makeup all over my body. You could just buy like a screen printed bodysuit. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Or you could have people apply body paint for him. Yeah, because money is not an option. And that's the thing. Money, no object. I would just stand there and let someone do it. Yeah. Airbrush abs on. The Anamique video that I did, that took way too long to do that little bit of makeup. I'm not doing my whole fucking body. Check out our Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Please. (laughs) I feel a little personally attacked by this question because uh, I do have a, a cosplay TikTok and Instagram where I dress up a lot. And this my answer relates to my intro about like shirts because I would go a different route with this where all of my money would go into like one of the nutritionists and personal trainers for like the Marvel movies and shit. <laughs> and then I would just straight up half-ass it and do like a Karen from Mean Girls with the mouse ears just like way slutted up. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, but you have the body yaddy yaddy for it, though. Right. Get your Where's body in the shape. Body? Yeah. better work. <laughs> Shit. That's smart. 
That's smart. <laughs> the answer is, is you can never eat pasta. That seems to be the big secret. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't I don't ever eat pasta. Like, I'm, I'm not what? a fan of pasta. I love pasta. I mean, unless, unless, like, I'm going on a date and it's like a spaghetti dinner or something. Like, I don't choose to eat pasta. I prefer my carbs in bread form. Like, I'm going to have some cornbread, some, like, homemade, like, artisan loaf or something, like, over spaghetti. Yeah, but you can have, like, a tortellini or a ravioli. You can get stuff filled in there. Yeah, but still, Mm. I would rather, like, stuff a sandwich full of, like, delicious, like, mushroom risotto shit than eat it in a pasta square. Like I'll take I'll take a tortilla. Wait, you have a risotto sandwich? Is that what you just said? A risotto tortilla. What? That's even worse. I, I think that was a hate crime. I think that <laughs> word you just said was a hate crime. <laughs> this, this is a lot to digest right now. Not I, taking any more recipes from you, Tisha. None. I would <laughs> say also though that I would totally be down for a risotto sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll eat a spaghetti sandwich, maybe. I wouldn't eat a spaghetti sandwich because I feel like noodles and bread, like that, that bothers me. I noodles and like I'll eat the noodles and then have a piece of garlic bread, but I won't have the noodles and bread together in a sandwich. Yeah. At what point does a bread bowl become a bread glass? Is well, the real you question. Know what? Literally, God. fuck the fuck off. Um, <laughs> choke, choke on yourself. My costume would be a bowl of pasta to hunt Tisha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd eat you if there was a hot girl involved, but. <laughs> <laughs> What? what? Please take that out. Please take that out. That came out way wrong. I'd eat a bowl of pasta. I'm dying. Oh my god. Please pretend I didn't see that. I think it needs to stay. But I just said I would eat Katie if there was a hot girl involved, which which implies that Katie's not a hot girl, which is very rude. Right. <laughs> And it makes me feel bad. I would eat Katie if there was someone else there. <laughs> She's going to need to see three other girls before she can eat some spaghetti. <laughs> can we move on for a second? I need to move on, please. Uh, has, has someone not answered this question? Yeah, I haven't answered. Um, oh, I would, uh, I saw someone have like uh, a transformer that like actually walked and stuff at Comic-Con. And I think we have the technology to allow me to be a transformer. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's yeah. a really good one, actually. Right? That'd be so cool. That also reminds me of, like, that little girl that's in the horseshoe crab outfit. <laughs> yeah. It transforms as in I just lie down. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I appreciate that. Sorry. You are beautiful, Katie. Uh, still so stuck on your <laughs> So you know. Oh, this is going to be the rest of the episode. <laughs> I really like you, you know, man? <laughs> you know... <laughs> I'd eat you if you were a bowl of pasta, I swear. <laughs> Prettiest spaghetti I've ever pasta, seen. I wouldn't eat you. I'm not being... That was you were bread. <laughs> okay, let's record this episode. Segway time. <laughs> We've, we, had a, we had a rough episode last time. You guys learned that Anamik was going behind your back the whole time. Mara was stomped to the ground. Maroon and Lady Emerald have both been taken to their rooms and are recovering from their injuries, being strangled or stabbed, respectively. But yeah, you've just seen Anamik, well, boutique off and leave you guys stranded on an island. There's probably a lot of feelings going on. Not good ones. I think it's fair to say that everyone's sitting in the parlor having a drink right now. Broken windows, glass everywhere. 
Is Flamingo with us? Yeah, Flamingo's with you guys. I would say that Eve is probably trying to swim after Anami. <laughs> like, in the water. Like, Where are you Wasn't there, calling? like, a barrier? I don't know. In, in the direction of Anami. So Eve is just running down the stairs towards the dock, like, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get her. <laughs> like your puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So. I have a ring of teleportation. Oh. Christopher. For, you you do. And there goes the episode. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have, we have, we have discussed before though that destination like a traveling boutique is not a set destination. Oh, so I probably. You don't myself. know where she's gonna be. Okay. Okay. So I look longingly at the ring of teleportation and. Somehow, with my intel- intellect of negative one, <laughs> I decide against it. <laughs> Flamingo will come into the room and say, I do still have dessert if anyone's interested. I made parfaits. Might not be a good time, but who doesn't like a parfait? My dear Flamingo, did you know that the person who was in charge of this whole ordeal was indeed on a meek? I did not know that. No, really thought it was the girl that you were killing out there but i did get paid though she left me all my coins so that was nice did you did she happen to leave maybe a motive behind her reasoning for doing this whole shenanigan no and i gotta be honest i got paid i don't seem like it's gonna affect me at all not to be callous i'm sure this is very negative for you guys well i I would also say that it's negative for the what three three dead people in this house right now that's pretty bad too yeah is Flamingo, like, incapable of emotion? He's pretty not giving a shit, yeah. I'm not incapable. So, like... Probably has him. If I killed him right now... He would feel negatively about that, yes. <laughs> okay. He would not I like that. wouldn't feel anything about it. He'd be dead. He would, yeah. He would I, feel bad for a little bit. I think that Eve is still pretty hot about the fact that Anami got away and she's the evil against her his religion. Flamingo was a pawn in this scheme, so I'm going to like deck him, just straight up headbutt him, headbutt him in the chin. Mm. Okay, That's weird. It's a real direct hit. Yeah, Flamingo will fall back to the ground then. Just and then whenever he falls back to the ground, I'm going to tie him up. And not, I'm not going to do anything with him. I just don't want him, like, roaming around the house anymore. Okay. possible. Yeah. How are you tying him up? Just so I know his mobility level. Uh, I tied up his hands and his legs, and now he's sitting in the same chair um, that M was sitting in. And he's tied up oh, to that chair. Cool. He is tied up to a chair then. That's fine. You can get your own parfaits. Tara does that. Okay. She goes and grabs a couple parfaits from the kitchen. He takes three. <laughs> Yeah, just okay. kind of like shell shocked and eating her feelings. So she's also taking a bunch. <laughs> yeah, Tara couldn't find any spoons, so we're just kind of like two fingering it, like a lady. She Good. said, "Like a lady." I don't know what Benny would do. She'd be super torn. Um, uh, yeah. So you know, he's just a pawn and an innocent person, but he did. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have uh, his morals are <laughs> not very level here. Um. But do I think that he needs to be tied up? Eh. And she looks at Eve to kind of get direction from Eve about him needing to be tied up over his uh, bad choices. Um, 
as the uh, most empathetic of us all, I, uh, I must say that um, it does come across as rather alarming that this individual would um, not care about the deaths of other people. So that is why I am keeping him uh, tied away so that he does not wreak havoc or, you know, wreak his lack of empathy upon other people. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, we don't really know what his uh, situation was before, you know. I mean, money-hungry people uh, can get pretty desperate sometimes, and it's not a fault of their own, but a fault of our society in general. Yeah, I blame society, too. Uh, Can I get one of those parfaits, though? Does someone want to, like, spoon-feed me one? Uh, Yeah, let's keep you tied up, but um, I'll I'll get you a parfait. But um, this is pretty shitty what you did, to be honest. Like... These people died, and you just are in it for the money, and that's that's uh, pretty shitty. I didn't know people were going to die. I didn't what flavor? Assist. What flavor? What flavor do you like? Uh, chocolate or vanilla? Uh, chocolate, definitely. Okay, and Benny brings him vanilla. Gross. Oh, you fucking got him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least it's not heavy cream. I'll take that over. Can I use the same crazy straw though? Parfait yeah, but we belt. don't wipe it off. Yeah, if you got Flamingo tied up, he's not doing anything else for you guys. I was going to say, yeah, literally Eve is, like, doing everything in his power not to, like, deck him again. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little bloody chin going on. Eve is going to go sit on the front steps outside and just stare off at the water. Yeah, Jet's heading towards Benny. She needs to talk. Now. I, I think Tara's kind of looking at the, the group and then making a head tilt towards Eve because... It looks like he was actually a little bit emotional. Yeah, Benny says, um, hey, um, I, I'm not sure what we're going to do with Flamingo, but um, I'd rather, you know, it's getting kind of late. I'd rather just like, you know, spend the night outside of this weird mansion, um, maybe together. Uh, I don't want to be alone right now, but I don't feel comfortable inside this this place. And we can leave this guy here. I don't mind. He's he's kind of shitty. Um, well, is is that okay? I'll uh, I'll grab some mattresses. That's that's fine, yeah. right? Like just sit outside. Yeah, just... grab some sheets, and we'll make our own tents. I guess some wood. Um, Eve's in the ocean. <laughs> well, Eve is sitting on the front porch, staring out at the ocean. Benny walks up to Eve and says, "Hey, hey, um, how you doing, buddy?" Well, that, um, we have one individual that is against the church that you and I have promoted together. Um, And she is running amok amongst the world. And she has a very high possibility of, you know, destroying everything that we have ever worked for. Especially me. Everything that I have worked for. And I'm just, you know, a little, and as I say that, um, I like punch a hole in the step. And I say... Oh, I am fine. And then I look off into the ocean again. I I really want a strength check for that. <laughs> see how bad, how big the hole is? <laughs> I want to see if Eve, like, breaks her hand and has to pretend she's not, he's not hurt. Let's do it. Strength check. <laughs> oh, well, y'all some hoes. Hold on, wait. <laughs> uh, oh, I, oh, actually, I do have strength, so let's see. Um, I got a 13. The board splinters instead of your hand. You don't break your hand, at least. Okay, because my—I mean, my hand is fully covered in armor too. So yeah, in heavy armor. Okay, yeah. So like, I punch it, and then I look back into the ocean, and 
I say, mm, now, now, it seems that um, uh, we should find a way to um, rest for the night. If you could please uh, gather the rest of the friends and uh, make sure that we have a safe place to lay our heads for the evening. Yeah, absolutely. And she gives like Eve like a really quick like hug around the neck and says, um, I'm going to make us uh, a, a lovely place uh, for us to spend together. And, you know, um, I, I heard that Mayag may have not just hurt, you know, the church of Beyonce, but possibly Tara and Jet as well. So I think this will be good. Let's. Let's rest. <clears throat> All the more reason for us to destroy and murder Anamik and everything that she has worked for. Oh, yeah, this is super weird, right? Like, it's not weird. It's, it's very it's very clear oh. what we must do, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I knew it all along. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Benny is very downtrodden. Benny sets up a campfire and some tents. Um, okay. Made out of like local roughage. Yeah, Tara sees this hot garbage and then uh, casts fabricate to use all of these raw materials to make like a, a little ten foot tall tenty cabiny thing. Very nice. Oh wow, that looks really good. Way better than I was able to do. Uh, thanks, Tara. Yeah, where are y'all gonna sleep? Oh, um. <laughs> Well, I was going to use that material to make our own stuff, but you used it to make your beautiful fortress. <laughs> oh, thank you. I like to call it Tara's Tavern. Jet's walking out, and she's just got, like, two mattresses on her back, and, like, she just looks like an old king just covered in blankets. Like, <laughs> And then you see Eve as well, and, like, Eve is pulling off wood from the house itself. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just play it. It's for all of us. Just... <laughs> oh, too late. I've, I'm already having too much fun um, with this. So Benny starts a campfire. <laughs> she notices that Jet has been like eyeballing her for the last like 15 minutes. So she, you know, while she was building everything, so she she uh, invites Jet over to sit on a log by the campfire. Like with big weepy eyes. Benny has been feeling very anxious because she knows Jet wants to talk to her, but she's been busy and she feels bad. Like Benny, I just yeah, let's let's have a conversation. Um, and she like goes and gets Tara and Eve. Like, hey, let's sit by the fire. I got some uh, uh, hot dogs and uh, marshmallows. Do we have any like drinks or anything? Is there? <laughs> Like, There's some seawater. That's not. It's fresh. It's fresh, fresh water. No salt. No, al no alcohol whatsoever. <laughs> like nothing. Like, like nothing. Whole bar inside. Whole bar inside. If you want to go grab something, bring it. Oh, it's so far away though. <laughs> She's coming back with like two armfuls of cider. Like, <laughs> grab some whiskey and pickles. Whiskey and pickles. If there's another parfait in there. I bring out the perfect charcuterie board. She's like making a stress charcuterie. Like she comes out and there's just little pickles. <laughs> charcuterie board. <laughs> charcuterie board. <laughs> perfect. So everyone has drinks, food, parfaits, sitting around a campfire. So she's like, I'm just, I'm like so worried about my brother. You heard, you heard what she said about Buble Bay, right? Like that wasn't, like that wasn't just me. Like that wasn't, and like, 
He's so young. He doesn't know how to fight. Finny wraps her arm around Jess. Oh, Jess gives you a huge hug back. And she's like not very soft. <laughs> she's a big rock person with muscles. Like It's cold. Finny doesn't mind. I saw that picture of you and your, your brother and your, and your dog. Um, I can tell that they mean a lot to you. And I can't even remember what the dog looks like. <laughs> I could probably help out with that. Why don't you like, you know, if it helps you, tell me about your village. And then the flashback starts. And Benny turns into Jet's dog and uses <laughs> one of her wild shape forms and, and licks Jet on the paw and then turns back into Benny. Oh, my God. Looks Jet like, on, on the hand. Jet is, like, sobbing at this point. She doesn't care that other people are around. She's just, like, openly weeping. That was so meaningful. Thank you. Uh, but uh, Jet's just, uh, she's just talking about how, uh, she's talking about how she remembers saying goodbye to her brother, like, in person. Because the only way that she's really been able to talk to him so far is just whenever she can get a letter to her friend Sam through the ports. Because she has connections through all of the underground, like the underground port city, underground, but like the criminal underbelly of the city. It's just, I, I just, I haven't heard from him. And like, he was so little the last time I saw him, Benny. Like, he was so little, Benny. Like, and she like, I'm guessing Benny's pretty short, like shorter, mm-hmm. like shorter than Benny. Like, he's so skinny and... I'm just so worried. Do you think he's okay? Like, I'll uh, I'll pretty on say that, you know, he made it to the top, and he's a survivor. Can she do anything? Can she like do anything? Can I see him? Do you know any spells? Can she like see um, the future? Like, you know, the the most I can do is. You know, I I know exactly what your dog looks like. Um, basically, all I can do is turn into him. The dog. <laughs> if that's comforting to you, I'll do that. But anything you need. I think that the, the make religion um, or whatever's happening, we have to stop it. We can't let whatever happened to your village happen to anybody else. And we need to find your brother or find out what happened to him and your dog. Can you, can you just promise me, please, Benny, that you will save this wish? Like, I just... I just, in, just in case of an emergency, like, what if we can't find him? What if I can't get in contact? That wish, I could, like, save his life, Betty. Do you think? Is that the wish that I, the wish that I have? Um, you want me to promise it to you? I'll give it to you? Here. And, she, and Benny just hands Eve, or hands, uh, Jed the wish. Tara is doing the biggest eye roll right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here you go. Um, I, I don't know what I would use it for anyway. Um, you know, whatever you think is is best. And Benny hands the wish to to Jet. Jet's not gonna. Does Eve see this? Everybody sees it. Yes. Yeah. Oh dear. Um. Everybody sees it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not gonna use the wish. I don't have any like actual wishes. I mean, my my brother's missing. Um, but that's been, you know, a good, like, ten years that he's been missing, and... As soon as you say that, Jet starts crying even harder, because that could be her brother. You know, I- I'm not sure exactly what I would use a wish for, and there's so many options, and, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of responsibility, and I'd rather hand it off to somebody that it would mean something to, rather than, you know, just a, a flagrant desire. 
I need ter- I need um Benny and Jet to roll. It's a wisdom saving throw. Do we have spell slots back from uh, the previous episode? Yeah, go ahead and take it back. Do we? Because this is our rest right now. True. I mean, I still have enough spell slots. I'm fine. I'd say that there's been a solid hour okay. since Anamik's left. So you can have a short rest. How's that? Okay, that's enough for me to get a uh, a cancel, a spell cancel. <laughs> okay. Yep, there you go. Short rest. Um, so then I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I, uh, I cast hold person on both of them. Yeah, I got an 11. I'm not beating that. Yeah, but you didn't, though, because Tara cast a counter spell as soon as she saw you trying to interrupt an emotional moment. Did Benny notice that Eve was trying to cast a spell? I would assume so. There's a You know physical... what? Hold up. Let's do this, then. Let's, let's... Oh, Jesus. Because all, all Eve would have to do is, like, say, hey, do not give that away. Like, and Benny wouldn't. Um, I, I think that we're too late for that. I'm just going to use one of my <laughs> uh, sorcerer points to do subtle spell. Oh, what does subtle spell do? Is that... Yeah, subtle spells that I have to have. I require no verbal or somatic. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I might not be able to stop it if I don't notice. So then it would go unnoticed. It would just be Jet and just like, Benny freezing in what place am I, for a second. What am I, cast, what am I rolling save for? Uh, Chris, uh, wisdom. Wisdom. I got a six. Okay, great. So they're both frozen. They're both frozen, and I'm just going to go ahead and take that wish. Mm. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Tara's going to not let that happen. Yikes. What, <laughs> what I, are you going to do? How? Tackle Eve? No. Tara's going <laughs> to... What is Tara going to do? Give me a second. Tara's going to catapult the wish spell into her own hand. Oh. Okay. Basically, Eve's reaching for the wish, and Tara sucks it into her hand telekinetically. Yeah. And then we're going to go invisible well, I mean, real quick. Did I, like, not see this happen? Like, can I not at least try to catch this? Okay, okay. I lied. I'm not going to um, catapult it. I'm going to, once I see that they're being held, I'm going to dispel magic on Benny. Oh. You think that Benny's not going to fucking give this to Eve right away? Ah. Uh. That's fine. Why can't why can't Eve why can't Eve have it? Why can't you ask for it? <laughs> yeah, you could bitch. just ask Benny for it, and Benny would give you anything. But Eve's not asking for it. Eve is taking it right now. So I think that we can do it this way, where Eve has put a hold person on them, and Eve is now walking towards them because you were over by the building tearing that house apart, right? Yes. And then you heard the wish, saw that happening, and went, "No, bitch, hold person." Start walking over. Tara casts uh, Dispel Magic on Tisha. What? I guess I'm not doing anything, because I think Tara would know that Benny would just give it away. So you don't give a shit. You're just, like, watching it happen. You don't care who Benny gives it to. Then Eve takes the wish. I mean, Tara's going to be upset about it, but she knows she can't, like, stop Eve. Tara could take it for herself. And then, what, use it immediately? You'd to become to stronger than Eve, you would have to, or you would die. <laughs> yeah, because I, I would, I would come, tr- I would come trucking towards you. <laughs> yeah, but even if I did use the wish immediately, I'd probably get killed by Eve. Okay, so it depends on what you wish for. What is the wish? What 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 can wish spells do? I looked it up, and it says you can duplicate any spell. Um, you can heal everyone and like do something like that. 
Um, and also, there's a few other things you can do because I want this fucking wish spell. Benny's still holding so hands with Jet, by the way, like with the wish spell in between their hands, and they're just staring at each other, frozen. <laughs> uh, you create one object up to 25,000 gold points. In value, that isn't a magic item. The object can be no more than 300 feet in any dimension, and it appears in an unoccupied space you can see on the ground. But if you just go to the bottom, um, it says, You might be able to achieve something beyond the scope of the above examples. State your wish to the DM as precisely as possible. The DM has great latitude in ruling what occurs in such an instance. The greater the wish, the greater the likelihood that something goes wrong. The spell might simply fail. The effect you desire might only be partly achieved, or you might suffer some unforeseen consequence as a result of how you worded the wish. So basically, we can literally wish for anything. Um, it depends on how much Chris wants to fuck us over. So we're trapped on this island with a force field, correct? Huh. Correct. Well, uh, you did just see Anamik's house fade oh, off. So such a Maybe not. What, what, what proof do you have that you have a force field at all? Just in the very beginning when we got off the boat. No, the only person that said that there was a force field was Anamig. Mm. Hmm. She said that she couldn't get her boutique in there, and then everyone just believed her. And I just want to let you know that the only thing that I'm wishing for is, like, is, like, a magical girl, like, costume change. Like, you'll see. You're not going to, like, wish to end the fucking world? No, not yet. That's what I'm going to do with my own hands, not with some wish. With your own hands. <laughs> I'm going to murder the world with my own hand. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just, I feel like anyone in this, but if Tara uses the wish, it's going to be to like gain her own. It, it's going to be to like help herself. And then I won't be part of the party anymore. Well, then how hard, how hard are you willing to fight for this wish? Because Eve's fighting pretty hard for it when it could literally be given to him. I, I don't want to derail the campaign. I guess I'll just let it happen. I mean, the campaign's derailing itself. Okay. Then it seems like Eve has a wish now that was rightfully earned. When is Benny unfrozen? Like The moment, the moment I grab it, uh-huh. I uh, embrace Benny and Jet in a hug, and I say, yes, a much touching moment. Um, Jet, thank you for your contributions. I would say that this is our much overdue eye for an eye. Yeah, she just looks really uncomfortable. (laughs) Interesting you say eye for an eye. Um, I haven't taken anybody's eye recently, but something was taken from me, so that's interesting. And she pulls down her uh, (laughs) eye patch that has plus one to intimidation. Uh Uh-huh. And she goes, you know, I think that it would be better if, uh, I guess since this is a community item now, that we decide um, equally democratically uh, on what's done with the wish. And and she, like, flexes her muscles, like, in the most discreet way possible. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> uh, hands in the pockets, yeah, punching fists. Hands in the pockets, mm. punching fists. Show those arms. Eve adamantly rejects. Mindy's <laughs> trying to intimidate Eve at this moment, so. Uh, yeah, Eve. Yeah, and my yeah, my intimidation's plus eight. Uh, my intimidation with the eye patch is plus nine. So. <laughs> I know I'm only. Uh, Sounds like you I have know to roll. I'm only a five-one bald little girl, but <laughs> I got some muscles. This absolutely sounds like a roll. I. Can I, uh, uh, my dear Benedetta, I, I, I must, uh, 
implore you to listen to what my wish could be. Okay. If you were to allow me to have this wish, I think that it would be in everyone's best favor if you uh, uh, let me have this. Because my wish is that I may transform into my most ascended Yonsei form for 10 minutes uh, for ten minutes per long rest that I may uh, be my most ascended self and help us in the most crucial of moments. Oh, um, that sounds like a very... S- uh, selfless, um, wish, right? Yeah, right, Dad? Uh, selfless? He's improving, he's improving himself to benefit us all. Now, if I had a say in what we should do with this wish, I think that maybe we should get off of this island? You aren't even over here. <laughs> you don't she even is. go here. <laughs> She's there. You don't even go here. <laughs> You're not wearing pink. It's Wednesday. Maybe we should be trying to get off of this island that we were told was surrounded by a magical force field. Do you believe that we require this wish spell to do such thing? While I have my teleportation. Here's my vote. Um, Is that we wish that the make religion is gone forever and everything goes back to normal like Mayak didn't re- exist at all because look it, it's it's hurt it's very much hurt Jet and it's hurt you and I um Eve and I'm pretty sure I heard something about Tara I think that the wish should be um really focused on defeating the Mayak well then how about this each of you will explain to me what this religion has done to you and how it has affected your life uh, henceforth. That way I may decide what the best uh, option is for this wish spell. I think that seems fair. Well then, um, yeah. we must not dilly and we must not dally. Please explain yourselves. Would Jet know who Mayak is? Like, she's not a big person that's into religion. Like... Uh, you you heard Mara tell you that your uh, that Mayak destroyed your village, but like what I know, yeah, they did it in honor of. I don't know that you know anything else from it. That would be Jet's backstory. I don't think she does. Like, if you don't have any familiarity with it, then no, this might be brand new to like, you. Like my religion is like a zero, so I don't think she knows. So like, you mean what? Like, what are we even talking about? This isn't like a cult. Like. I, it, what is happening? Like, who is this? I'm not going to explain anything because I'm going to keep this wish. Jet. So the Mayak religion is um, this basic religion that they destroy. If they destroy all other religions and holy symbols and like basically gain control of the believers that then a giant cat will come and reign supreme and it's a very like i don't i'm not sure what you would call it but it's a religion that aims to destroy other religions and other places and the mayak religion has destroyed your village um they have attacked the church of yonsei uh they have attacked uh mora which you saw what that what did what that did to her um, and they've also attacked the synagogue, um, which is part of Tara's religion. Yeah. Tara? Well, uh, d- 
you see, I, I come from Germanata, as I've explained. It's a it's a small town, but we do have a, a long history of spell weaving. We're mostly known for, I guess, binding and sealing magics, but that's not really my strong suit. I was a, a strong believer in fake it till you make it, and uh, instead of, you know, making it, I just kind of got super proficient at faking it with illusion magic. Most of the reason I kind of set out on this journey in the first place for fame was kind of based on insecurity and some of my fondest memories were thinking back to the stories that I was told by Mother Monster where she would actually describe our history and honestly a lot of it revolved around make itself. But before we get into that, we have a few people from our patron family that we need to thank. If you want a shout out on the podcast, go to patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay and look at our options. We'll be thanking all of our patrons throughout season three. And we have bonus episodes, polls. We have an entire Discord channel dedicated to our Patreon family where we discuss questions and things about the characters. Maybe some storylines have been handed to me. I won't lie. I have taken that advice. But yeah, if you want to check all this out, go to patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay. Anyway, Erica, thank you so much for being a patron almost as long as COVID has been around. We really appreciate all the support and hope you enjoy everything we have to offer on there. And Nico, thank you so much. Nico's from A Fool's Quest. He's amazing about promoting our podcast and playing with us on Discord. So thank you so much, Nico. We love you. And Garrett, thank you so much, Garrett, for all the support and all the Discord activity, the Facebook activity. I mean, you're just really all over the place for us and we just, we so appreciate it. Yeah, our podcast wouldn't be anywhere without our patrons that we have named and continue to name. So if you want to be part of that amazing family, we would love that so much. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for your support. And now, here's another ad. Come listen to Dice or Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. We can see a young Tara in a group of about a dozen and a half teenagers. And they're in a classroom with an older woman at the front. And she says, before you go, remember, (laughs) don't be a drag. Just be a queen. Class dismissed, Tara. Stay after, please. Uh, yes, Mother Monster? The class empties, and Mother Monster waves you to the front. You know... Hey, Grandma, what's up? You're much... You're much stronger and more powerful than you pretend to be. Uh, I... I don't... I would like to see more drive from you. I can't do the things that y'all do. Why not? I... It's not for like like a try, and you, you see me studying every day, I just... I, y'all sealed away some powerful... Yes. God-eaten... I'm not even sure how it worked. We are in charge of protecting the disco stick. 
It is bound to the fame monster. The fame monster has kept the Mayak in the shallows for decades. You understand the importance, yes? Uh, yes, you've, you've told us a thousand times that there could be a hundred spellcasters in a room, and as long as one believes that they're strong enough. But I don't know if I am strong enough. You are the only thing holding you back. But you need to figure out what is holding you back. I dare say it's not here. This school has done nothing for you. Once you graduate, what are your plans? I, I imagine just like the rest of our town, I'll, I'll probably go out in search of the fame. Will you truly search? Or will you be daydreaming like you do here? Your silence is deafening. How? I know you've told it before, but could you, could you tell me how y'all sealed away Mayak again? The story goes that Mayak was tearing religion after religion apart. The fame monster rode in on her disco stick, stopped Mayak's in his tracks, using both a laser pointer and a feather as a distraction. <laughs> Once Mayak was properly distracted, Mayak was sealed in the shallows, using the unheard notes. As long as Mayak is sealed away, religion is protected, thanks to the fame monster and the disco stick, which is why we protect it. What would happen if something were to happen to it? My dear Tara, I don't know. We pray to the fame monster that we never find out. Now, I haven't... I haven't been back to Germanata since I dropped out of the school and, and ran away. I was still a teenager. I don't... Uh, our strongest magics were contained in that disco stick. I don't know what was to happen if it ever got taken or, or destroyed. I, I, I don't know. I haven't spoken to anyone from there in years. Well, we'll be... I'll be on your side if you want to, you know, recover the disco stick. Because we definitely want to contain the Mayan religion for sure. So... Um, that, that's what our goal is right now. Uh. Honestly, I'm just worried about the safety of my town, and, and if that stick is already destroyed, Lord knows what could happen to the rest of the world. My, my priority right now is just getting to any port city to see if I can get in contact with Sam. I, I need to know that my brother's, like, okay, like, that he's still kicking. He's the only thing I have left. Like, Jet is okay waiting until we get to, like, a city like it's just she needs to go to a port city to send a letter out like okay i'm assuming we're getting out of here and doing something after this so but i also just i also have my ring of teleportation yeah so benny would say um yeah we've been we've been fighting uh, against the make for quite a long time and we have made some mistakes along the way but you know we we truly believe that um, every religion should have their say and have their, their moment. And, uh, we are currently working for the Guild of Benjen and, uh, two members of Mayak have been, uh, are supposed to be going to the four Queens, but one member, uh, that was arrested did tell us that one of the Queens is working for the Mayak. So maybe we go to the Queens and destroy this from the top down. Sounds as good a plan as any. I mean, taking down a queen is one thing, but if it'll save my brother, I'm, I'm willing to do anything. Ian is going to use all of his, the rest of his level two slot spells. Oh. 
and he's about to uh-huh. he's about to book it with this wish spell. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so you see Eve, and I have Missy Step. Yeah, I'm using Missy Step three times, <laughs> and I'm just out. Gone. Yeah, I'm gonna actually. Where are you going? Um, to make sure that I don't get caught. Oh, it's instantaneous. It's instantaneous. So, and it's it's instantaneous and verbal. So I say, Yonsei be with you," and I just go. Damn. Yeah, but you like reappear every thirty feet, so we just see you poofing thirty feet, <laughs> then poofing thirty feet. Yes. <laughs> and after you see me, um, ninety feet away, I just start hoofing it. <laughs> I think Tara turns to uh, Benny and Jet and goes. Well, I, I hate to say I told you so, but uh, I was very adamant about Eve not getting that wish spell, so... Can everything just calm down for, like, three minutes while I try to, like... Um, like, in, in three minutes, you know, that's that's a lot of 30 feet. <laughs> Eve can move. Oh, I'm, I'm not worried. I can dimension Doris up to 500 feet, so am I in, we can catch Am it. I in the forest? Just, am I in the woods yet? I mean, you're still on an island. Oh, okay. Well, am I, you <laughs> can just... duck on the other side of the island. Okay, yeah. Are we I'm talking like Madagascar or Cuba? I just want to be on the other side of the island. And what I want is to do, like, start the preparations for the... I, I want to make this wish. We're talking about there's a house on an island, and that's the whole island. So oh, we can well, see him on the other side of the island. Well, he can go on the other side of the house. Yeah, you got some room to move. And then also, I'm I think the spell is instantaneous. Spell and cast darkness. Is okay. So no one's chasing. Eve just booked it with the wish, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> shit, that did happen. Damn it!" Hmm. Yeah, Tara's just sitting there like on a high horse, going, "Fucking call the." Benny, See what Benny I said? would Save. run after Eve, but is at least like thirty feet behind Eve. And then with darkness cast, that means, Eve, you're the only one that can see in that, right? Because Benny can't see in the dark. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, Eve. Um, I do believe, I don't want to be a rules lawyer, so let me Google this. Uh, I think it's a magical darkness, so like night vision doesn't help. Yeah, it does not. Benny doesn't have night vision anyway. so. So even Eve shouldn't be able to see in it. So it's just dark. Benny casts, oh, what's that? Fairy fire. What level? So, um, le- first level, that's all she's got. Uh, if any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of light created by a spell of second or le- level or lower, the spell that created the light is dispelled. So, okay, it's, it, I take it that my spell counts as light. I am making sure. I mean, we can pretend that it doesn't. <laughs> Outlined in light. Right. It does say the word light. It says light twice. Yeah. Okay. So Benny casts, um, Benny casts fairy fire and nothing happens. And she's very confused and she like shakes her arm and like slaps herself in the forehead. Like, what is happening? Like, why aren't you a better druid? And, uh, continues running in the dark, possibly running into trees. I don't know what the landscape is here. The darkness well, is only a 15-foot radius. The darkness is a 60-foot radius. Oh, 50-foot radius, you're right. Oh, well, she had cast, because her range is 60-foot. So you at least know where the darkness is, and Eve's somewhere near it. 
I know where the darkness is. She's running towards it and like very confused as to why she can't see outlined figures. Uh, I, I just start casting. I just start making my wish. What is the wish, Eve? I say, uh, my dear Yonce, it is uh, implor- implorable, imp- imperative that you understand right now that we are going against uh, uh, agents that wish to uh, dethrone you from your, uh, from your uh, throne. Um, with that being said, I wish that all four of the members of this party that we are currently in are able to reach the ascended forms of themselves that they may be able to combat those people in your honor and in your name. Specifically, what I want is uh-huh. prolonged rest. <laughs> For like, I guess like a minute or two, we are able to be just level 20 for like a minute or two. That's a huge ask. (laughs) Just for a minute or two, (laughs) because I feel like you're about to give us some bullshit ass monsters so that we can fight them. A minute or two is... Like 10 rounds. 10 to 20 rounds. Yeah, totes, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I think we can make a compromise here. Chris, remember when you got bamboozled into a plus one eye patch? Yeah. Because this is a lot bigger of a decision that you're saying okay to. <laughs> can you do Can you do two rounds to make it like something can you really like good? Can you not, no fucking way. like make me... Level 20? Just because level 20 gives so me much. a level 9 spell slot, which means I can cast and Wish. And fucking kill on demand. <laughs> Power word kill. Right? Bards have that. Maybe, possibly. But. Okay, so what's the more reasonable ask here? Once exactly ever. what I said. Once ever. No. No. Once. Once per <laughs> ever is interesting, actually. Oh my god. Tisha, Maybe shut the t- hell up. I'm sorry. Maybe uh, four times forever. I like I like once each forever. Yeah, once each forever. I almost want to say wishes come in threes, and you have to pick three people that get it. Ooh. Ooh. That's really easy for me. It's Tisha and Tara. <laughs> it's Benny and Tara. Okay, neat, done. I think it's probably better if Tara doesn't get it because I could just keep casting wish. But it's up to the DM's discretion. Interesting. Man, this is way more than Benny would have ever done with the wish spell, which is exactly why she would give it away. Yeah, we'll find out how this wish is interpreted next time on Roll Gay Role Playing. Yikes. <laughs> I included those guys. <laughs> We've got some workshopping to do on this wish. This is going to be fun. Oh. Hmm. Just so you know, Flamingo would have been serving you all night had you not tied him up. I don't give a, I don't give a rat's ass about I, Flamingo. I like to be served Just by saying. somebody who's tied up. I'm Chris the DM, and you can find the podcast and everything about it at RollGayRoleplay.com. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon, and you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Now without clothes. Now without clothes. Now with even less clothing. 50% off clothing. No, with raw nipples. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, my name is Katie, and you can find my bunnies on Instagram at uh, Stenny underscore chicken. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When did that Shut happen? Up. I love that. It's oh my been God. a while. It's, yeah, it's been a while, but my roommate took over it, so she actually posts stuff. Um, hi, I'm Jonathan. 
Uh, also, I play Eve, and you can find me on Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok, and whatever other social media you want to find me on. Um, love you bunches. Yes. Bye. 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 LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.